Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. I am your host, Frank Pedor. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you understand soon why I had to begin the podcast so late. But it is still technically Friday. It is... Not much reverb. Good. It is October 8th, 2021, currently 10.18 Eastern Time. It is still Friday. We made it. We did it. And you know what else we did? We went another week on this world. Another week of breathing, of digesting, of doing tasks, going to work, relaxing, mentally coping with the anguish that is life and still striving, pursuing forward with everything that is upon our plate, bettering ourselves day in and out. So good job to you. Good job to, uh, to, to me. We survived. We did it. You know, when you really think about it, the only thing that we have in common is that we are all simultaneously breathing in air and existing at the same moment. That is the only thing that we have in common with everyone else in the world right now. That is it. So how about them apples? Anyway, this is episode five. The reverb, reverb, God, reverb's on my mind. The revision and the re-implementation of this, this podcast has now reached a handful. There's five episodes, five weeks straight. We have done this. So, uh, as always with my streams on Fapism Plays, I commemorate this stream with a shot. So, if you join me, great. If not, great. But here is to another week to us and to, excuse me, episode five of the Frankly Speaking on Friday podcast. Oh boy. All right, y'all. Let's do this. Let's try getting through this. It is it is late, and it has been a long day, but it's been a very good day. Um, and here's why. I won't begin with today, I'll just begin with my week. So with my week, very briefly, very quickly, a little just to summarize the majority of it I want to talk about today, because today was quite eventful, and I think you'll enjoy it. But this past week, um, I can announce this officially, but I will not say as to specifics, as to uh, who, what, and why. So, uh, I have found and accepted a new job. I will be moving away from my cleaning position finally. No more having to wake up at 6 in the morning in order to trudge into work at 7 a.m., work five hours, and then come home to do what I need to do. No, instead, I will be able to sleep in a little bit more, make my own schedule, and earn, based on my efforts entirely, a hopefully substantial amount of money, which will make me a stable for the first time in, in my life, really. Uh, so that's all types of exciting for me. Uh, but those are just... There's, there's still steps that I need to do in order to make that happen. First things first, to be professional with this other job, as meaningless and trivial as it is, I have to do things professionally, so submit my two weeks, hope they don't fire me for whatever reason, because of evidently that's what some companies do nowadays. But, ugh, gotta do that, and then I'll be able to move on to this new job where I am essentially my own boss, make my own hours, but I can work and actually have it literally pay off. So that is exciting, and I look forward to that. So fingers crossed that it pans out. I think it will. I, I honestly believe it will. And even if I don't believe it will, I'll make sure that it will. And that's the difference. In addition to that, I don't know if you've been watching Shellbeast in her streams, but she has been amping it up, and she has been playing some Minecraft as of late, taking on one of my challenges where I challenged her to recreate the entire set of Deadwood from the HBO television series Deadwood. She began that, 
it's looking pretty good. She's working on the gem saloon right now, and uh, it's coming together. It's coming together. I also mention this because I'm not sure if you notice or not, but there is indeed a change within the audio quality that I use right now. Before, there was a little bit of fan noises from my tower, because even with the NTG5 or the NT2A, both Rode brand microphones, there was still the humming of those fans. And now when I pause, you don't hear it. It's silence. I'm even looking at over at my audio mixer, and it's picking up nothing. Only when I speak does it pick up. So, yay, audio quality. And I have to give a shout out to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to botch her name, and I'm horrible at names, so please forgive me. But uh, simply Santasia recommended to both Shelby's to myself a better way in which to implement a filter on OBS, which we have done, and now we just come through. So we can actually relax and uh, have fanons in the background and be a little more comfortable while we stream 16 hours of Dark Souls. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. Be sure to check out both of them. Uh, for their streams, uh, Simply Santasia just had her celebrated her one year with streaming on Twitch, and Shellbeast is accomplishing quite a bit with her uh, uh, streaming schedule. So, yeah, check both of them out. Check both of them out. So, um, job acceptance, yay. Uh, more streaming going on, yay. Uh, Let's see. Other than that, job has been normal. Um, today then, I guess. Yeah. So today began like any other day. Woke up, went to work. When I came home, however, it was immediately changed and off Shelbyst and I were. Where, you ask? Well, she's still on vacation and she had this in mind in order for us to return to Evansville, Indiana for three reasons. Two of those reasons are comic book shops. The two that we visit was Comic Quest, and the other one was Secret Headquarters. Both are very useful in their own right. Comic Quest is a huge place uh, filled with a plethora of comic books, uh, DC, Marvel, and indie, as well as full of Pokemon, magic, uh a bunch of board games how we saw a 3d rendition of um uh settlers of Catan or Catan, whatever however you pronounce that a 3d rendition of it looks super neat but i don't think any of the expansions would uh would fit with that so i mean by the looks of it awesome a slew of monopoly board games one of them which i even think was a D, D themed monopoly board game uh and then we just kind of had a time sifting and sorting through all of that also if you see someone with short hair don't assume that they're a dude i feel so bad i wanted to call these people out uh because poor shelby she just don't assume just don't don't assume if you don't know someone go by gender neutral names it's just out of respect because nowadays you don't even know like it's one it's one thing to, <laughs> to mistake a woman being pregnant when she's just she has a little bit of a gut but it's an entirely different thing when you're a woman or a man and you get identified as the opposite sex that's happened to me a couple of times actually when i was working at tj maxx when i was 16 years old i had longer hair than what i have now and i remember there were several times where i was organizing shelves restocking miscellaneous this and that and i would be i'd have my back uh, to the main aisle and i remember a couple of times there was a I don't know, like a late 30, early 40 woman. She was like, uh, excuse me, uh, ma'am, can you help me out with this? And I would stand up to her. I'm like, yes, of course. What can I help you with? <laughs> she just be, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I'm like, ah, it's 
It happens. More than I care to admit, but it happens. Now, I have a beard, and my voice has become a little more isolated, so, um, God forbid someone mistakes me for the opposite sex. But all in all, again, just don't assume. If you don't know the person, go gender neutral. That's, that's all I have to say on that topic. Anyway, so, Comic Quest has a bunch of stuff uh, that you can find. Uh, they have a better chance of having the overall things, a lot of back-issue comics in order to sift through. Uh, Shelby was able to find quite a bit of Doctor Who comic books. So, uh, shout-outs to uh, Comic Quest. And the funny thing is, too, is that, uh, I don't know, one of the managers or the employees, it happened again. Someone said you had a great voice. I handed them a business card. So, yay. And then uh, we headed on over to Secret Headquarters. A little smaller shop, but still very good and very um, beneficial, I would say, if you're a comic book collector. And the reason why that is is because every Wednesday, uh, I think they said, you know, after 3 p.m. Eastern time or so, there's a guy that comes in who's retired, but he has the ability and the connections to be able to clean a comic, judge a comic of its worth, and will tell you flat out whether or not it is worth getting it graded and slabbed, which is a service that isn't really found a whole lot of places. Oh, and by the by, all of the skills that Shelby's was talking about last week was implemented today, the following week. We were looking at you know, primarily Marvel Comics, because we're Marvel collectors. Uh, and um, we found a bunch of comics today that we purchased, which were newsstand. And even while we were at Secret Headquarters, a couple of people came in asking about item this or that. And uh, they're like, well, we have two of them, one which is newsstand and one which isn't. I'm not sure if that makes a difference to you or not. So Secret Headquarters is definitely within the know. Comic Quest? Not entirely sure. Haven't uh, really overheard a lot of what the employees talked about, because that was only our second time being there. Even so, we will return to both of these places. Just because of not only the selection of comic books, but they also have a lot of unique and interesting items. There was a very cool Punisher figurine that I wanted for 50 bucks or so. I don't have a whole lot of, like, big figurines, but that would be one of them that I would want, so... Next time I'm over there, I'm going to get myself a figurine. I'm going to take a picture of it. I'll tweet it so that y'all can see what I got. But I did get today, uh, out of the viewful hunting eye of Shellbeast, is a Punisher Funko Pop. And it is based on the design of the Netflix Punisher series. So Jonathan whatever his last name is, that actor, I have his Funko Pop rendition which is cool and neat, and I like it. It is currently um, in front of my Bach bust, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, so he's going to have to get relocated. Yeah, that that's, that does not make any sense looking at it right now. Yeah, I got to do something about that. Later, later, later. So basically from 6 a.m. or 6.20 is when I normally get up to now. It's just been nonstop go. And then, of course, the podcast, which I'm going to remain as committed as I possibly can of getting these things out every Friday. So, if you want to know specifically what we were able to find, we went in with a specific purpose of just, you know, three or four things that we were looking out for. I was looking out for my Punisher comics because I am so close in completing those, but I also was on the hunt for Marvel's Moon Knight and Marvel's Dark Hawk. Because if I remember correctly, I actually, let me look this up right now, because I'm very certain that either next year or 2023, uh, Moon Knight is actually having a movie. Let's see. Moon Knight, yeah. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, it's a T, let's see. 
There's a TV series coming out on Disney Plus. Ew. Let's see, Moon Knight's upcoming American television miniseries created by Jeremy Slater for the streaming services of Disney Plus based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Yeah, it's not a specific day, it just says 2022. Interesting. And based on the logo that they're using, they're uh, going to be using and basing it off of the newer Moon Knight. Neat. Very neat. Uh, speaking of which, this month, or uh, yeah, this month actually, came out with the second newest issue of the rebooted rendition of Marvel's Moon Knight. So maybe it has something to do with that. Neat. Either way, that's nifty, and I'll be certainly watching that after I read some of the comics. But I learned a few things about New Moon Knight while we were hunting there at a secret headquarters and that was uh just like the series and the names of it and uh what i should be looking out for so uh, i'll be collecting that punisher series is the solo series is coming to an end and it's now coming so specifically that i have to hunt for them on an individual basis more than likely entirely online through my comic shop or since I'm from Illinois, the first comic book shop that I actually went into and bought something was Graham Cracker uh, in my alma mater. So, yeah, it's that's it's interesting when you begin a comic book collection of of any specific character because whenever you begin like anything else, and you go into a comic book store, it is just going to be, okay, what do they have? Oh my god, there's so much I have to get. But then you have to limit yourself, because money. <coughs> Excuse me. So, you um, buy what you can. And then, after a while, and you start closing in those gaps more and more, you go into a comic book store, any one, and you're looking through that specific character and you're like, my God, I've, uh, there's nothing here for me. I'm still missing X, Y, and Z and it's not here. I have literally all of these in this stack of 70. And then you start to realize how, oh yeah, woo, Graham Cracker. And then you start to realize, my God, I've come this far with this comic book collection. I've spent this much money. But after a while, you don't even think about the money. You just think about the goal, reaching that goal and collecting all of it to complete a collection for its value to hopefully go up a little bit as the collection becomes older it's not going to be enough for you to be able to retire on probably not unless you are beginning with you know uh right at the beginning of like iron man of superman of uh especially spider-man dear god how many comics that boy has but yeah it's uh it's amazing it's fun so, Punisher, and then I'll probably try and focus on Moon Knight, but I also picked up uh, some more Fables comics as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's that was all fun, fine dandy. And then to top it all off today, we went to a delicious Mexican restaurant, which I am still burping from, so I apologize. It was a huge meal, and I'll tell you why uh I, I gotta i gotta look up the i gotta look up the name because it deserves uh it's full credit <clears throat> shelby was there she can probably help me out with with the name since i'm spacing um oh god it was it was something it was something Yes, Los Alfaros. Oh my god. It is good. It's interesting too, because it's not a traditional Mexican restaurant. Oh, so that restaurant. Excellent. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. It's not traditional. So it's not like, oh, hello, welcome to us. How many? Okay, this way. No, it's walk in, go up to the front counter like a Taco Bell. 
They hand you a menu, you sit down, you read through the menu, you go back up, tell them what you want, sit back down, and then they bring you your food. And I got a foot-long taco, which was probably about, I don't know, based on the look of it, like they advertise it as being three pounds. I was thinking more like two and a half, but I ate all of it. I am so fat right now. <laughs> I am so fat. Uh, but my God, it was good. It was really good. Um, like to my surprise, I was able to drive home with my eyes closed. I didn't have to like sleep off a food baby like we all know and love. Maybe love. But yeah, uh, we believe that we found a new tradition every time we head to Evansville for our comic books. We're going to wrap the hunt off with a well-deserved big meal. So we'll be returning there. Uh, so, yeah, if you're ever in Evansville, Indiana, hunting for comic books, head to Comic Quest, head to Secret Headquarters. Secret Headquarters, I'll also say this for them as well. Um, no, I did not. Not at all. I wasn't even tempted to, but I was like, man, if I could sleep off a food baby right now, it'd be that. Shelby's is asking, since, you know, this will be an audio rendition only, you drove home with your eyes closed? No, I did not. I wasn't even tempted, but man, if I could sleep off a food baby, if I could pay them an extra $20 for me to be able to nap peacefully for, for, you know, an hour, that would be the time. That would be well worth the 20 bucks. Why don't restaurants have that? They just have like sleeping stations for people to like, like all you can eat buffets. Why don't they have sleeping stations? Pay insert an X amount of dollars. And then your booth just turns into like a mini four bedroom, just four beds, like a, like a train coach or something. That'd be neat. That'd be neat. But yeah, that was the week. That was the week. Got some, uh, some more work to do tomorrow. And then, uh, Sunday is going to be busy too. But then Monday is, uh, back to work and working on my other job. So, yeah. That sounds super American. Yes, it does. Boy, howdy is it. So, uh, that was my week. It was a good productive week today. It was fantastic and a lot of fun. I'm happy with the comic books that we got. And I believe so is uh, Shell Beast. So, yay. Yay in general and all around. So, now that we got all of that out of the way, there is something that I want to talk about, uh, which I feel will help everyone. And will also just, it doesn't pertain to just one aspect of life, what I wish to talk about. It pertains to everything, not even professionally, but also personally, as far as just your everyday life, your own personal goals, and even your professional goals. Uh, so how this conversation came about is that every two weeks on Sunday, my family and I talk via speaker. I live a state away from them and it's a hell of a drive to get there. Uh, certainly not a day trip unless I literally want to spend half the day more than driving. If I want to make a round trip, which wouldn't be worth it. You got to stay a couple of days at least. So this past Sunday was one of those days and we're all talking and, uh, my, my mother, momism, she's getting back into playing her violin. Both of my parents, momism and dadism, are violinists. Every one of my family, for the most part, at least the media family, is musical. Uh, and my mother asked me a couple of questions uh, that she was um, concerned about. And it's because she doesn't feel confident with her, within her playing just yet. One of the questions that she asked me was, you know, I'm meeting my teacher face to face and I'm nervous because my 
my teacher is accomplished and I'm, I'm afraid to, to be in his presence and to play in front of him. How did you handle that when you were under your previous mentor? And my previous mentor is someone who is internationally known and famous within the French horn community. And she was wondering how I didn't just crumble or uh, break while in his presence. So we spoke about that. And more importantly, we spoke about practicing habits and how you go about in order to better yourself from how to get the most out of your practicing. And it led into this conversation, which I recall now during my graduate studies, because it was, of, it was spoken of for maybe about a month and a half on or off. But despite how in-depth we went into it, I feel that we could have tackled a lot more with this. And the two things that I want to talk about, how they correlate, how they make us, essentially, and what we do in our everyday life, and how it is easy for these things to be equally beneficial, but they could also be equally detrimental. And it is two simple words. It is habit and motivation. These two words, although similar in their definition a bit, they are crucial, especially in nowadays within the environment and within the world that we live in, how high structure, how high stressed, how everything has to get done essentially immediately. God, I feel sorry for the kids going public school right now, private school, just school in general. I do not envy my nephews. Anyway, that's beside the point. These two aspects of being a human, essentially, uh, is, is crucial to our development, especially as adults. And the sooner that you are able to realize this, hone in on their meaning, and take advantage of how you can personally utilize them, the better that it can be for you. Now, why? So, here's why. Uh, during my talk with my graduate studies, and not just one-on-one -on -one speaking of uh, my professor and I, my mentor and I, but during master classes as well, we talked about this quite a bit. And it began just with an open question. My professor just said, okay, what questions do you guys have for me? What's going on? And I remember this just happened uh, when universities shut down during the pandemic and everything was just remote. So we're all on our Zoom masterclass and because Zoom wasn't as fully developed in order to handle musical instruments at the time, it was difficult in which to play our horn of good quality and not having everything pixelate and break up on you or, yeah. Uh, so we talked primarily, which can be equally as beneficial as playing. And a lot of people were saying, yeah, so professor, I just, like ever since, you know, I can't go to rehearsals. I can't, uh, I can't play for, um, for ensemble or for, uh, or chamber music. Like I just, you know, I'm finding it difficult to, to be motivated in order to practice. And yes, that's true. That's understandable. God knows I felt that way as well. I was like, what's the point of practicing if I can't go to, to ensembles right now, we're always thinking of the immediate, the right now, the concerts, the rehearsals are all gone. So why, why should I bother practicing if it's not going to happen? So my professor says, well, it's not about motivation at all. Don't even think about motivation. And we're all kind of baffled a bit. Don't think about motivation, but it's shot. I mean, I, I got to have motivation in order to be able to, you know, feel the gumption in which to do what I want. He's like, no, it's not motivation. Motivation is a product of good habits. Every one of us, every day, we exert good and bad habits of various levels of all the aspects of our life. We have good habits 
and we have bad habits. Now, habits are things which we just do without thinking. There's really no thought into how we go about with our habits because they have been already so embedded within our mind that they just come naturally. There are some people, once they hear their alarm go off, bam, they're up. They're ready to go. They begin their day. Then there's some people like me who it takes about three or four alarms in order for me to be like, oh, fine, I'll get up. I don't want to get up. But now that I've been doing that for so long, that is a habit. If I don't have those three or four alarms saying, hey, soon to get up. Hey, it's getting closer to get up. Okay, hey, you need to get up. Oh, fine. If I don't have that, I sleep through everything because it's a habit. Another habit that I have, um, oh God, what's another habit that I have? Okay, this is a bad habit that I'll admit to. And every single day, mostly every single day, oh God, I'm actually looking at one right now. <laughs> so I picked up a habit years ago and it has been implemented. At the end of the day, if I'm still wearing my socks, I will take my socks off if I'm on the couch and I will put my pair of socks beside the couch and sometimes I leave them there for a couple of days and then two pairs of socks and then three pairs of socks will magically appear right right there and that becomes a sock pile I laughed because I looked over to my left and in my studio next to my desk there's a sock pile there I don't know how it got there so, uh, that's a bad habit and I've been doing that for so long. And I know if, if I just took the time to be like, okay, it's time to, it's time to change, time to relax, time to get into comfy clothes. And I take my socks upstairs with me, or when I take my socks off, it's in my bedroom. So I immediately transport it into my hamper. That's a better habit rather than having sock piles all over the condo. <laughs> So now that's just like house stuff. That's just, you know, uh, just everyday little things. So let's talk about it as a musician, because that's how it was introduced and discussed with me. Now, there are certain habits that I personally do, which are good and which are bad. Some habits, which I am conscious, uh, not habits yet, practicing habits, habits that I, uh, aspects of playing horn that I want to make a habit would be something like making the conscious effort. Every single time I go to inhale, I make sure that I take a full breath, a full lung of airs, deep breathing. And then if I do that enough, slowly but surely that habit will ingrain and I will not even think about having to take in a full breath of air because I have ingrained it so much, thinking about it so deeply that it's a habit. That is a good habit. A bad habit that I have is that I don't use a metronome because metronomes piss me off as to how right they are. <laughs> but I know that if I want to be a better musician, I need to implement that metronome and follow it religiously because that would be of great benefit, especially during auditions. They listen to a few key things in auditions. Yes, obviously, you know, right notes, intonation, but they will forgive a few wrong notes. Yeah. Trust me. It works. The breathing says shell beast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as a wind player, you got to be able to do that. Hell, even percussionists sometimes breathe with the orchestra. Take, uh, taking in those deeper breaths, it, it has a lot of benefits other than just, um, um, it has other benefits. Just being able to play a wind instrument, it helps, you know, get some more oxygen into the blood. It helps kind of de-stress you just a little bit. Kind of get your mind, refocus, meditate a little bit, concentrate a little bit more. Those are all good things. Borrow my Dr. Beat. She's a bitch. I know Dr. Beat is. God, the horror. I still hear that damn thing yelling at me in high school. 
Probably another reason why I don't like marching band. <laughs> My high school band director would hook that that thing up to a speaker and blare it. I swear the entire neighborhood heard us when it was connected outdoors. Mm. Anyway, so those are just a couple of aspects. As a horn player, another habit that I need to or aspects of playing that I need to be conscious of before I make it into good, healthy practices. It's hand position. Where is my hand in the bell? Is it in deep enough? If I need to go into a stop note, will I be able to seal it off quickly and properly based on where my hand is? Where is the mouthpiece to my embouchure? How are my shoulders? Are they relaxed? Am I sitting upright? Is my head position straightforward? Where, what is the angle of my mouthpiece? All of what is the ratio of my upper lip and lower lip into the mouthpiece? What is the pressure that I am using? Which is fine. Don't worry about pressure. Just play the notes. You need to have pressure. So all these things are habits, are aspects of habits that need to be implemented. Now we're talking a lot about habits. So where does motivation come in? Motivation uh, one, two, three, four. No, I mean, uh, if depending upon your accent, tree is actually correct. So no need to, uh, correct yourself there, Shelbyst. So we're talking about habit. Where does motivation come into this? Motivation is the product of habit. You cannot have motivation. You can have the gumption and be like, yeah, I want to be able to do this. Let's go. That can be a beginning motiva motivation, but how quickly that motivation can deteriorate. Because it's kind of like going to the gym. It's kind of like doing that. You know what? It's kind of like New Year's resolutions. People always be like, you know what? New Year, new me. That whole stupid thing. And people would be like, um, People will be like, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to go to the gym every single day or at least X amount of times a week. And I'm going to do it. Yeah, let's go. Great. Good for you. That is great intentions and you should do it and follow through with it. But they don't follow through with it all the way. They go there. They go to the gym like, you know, maybe a month, sometimes two, two and a half. And then you don't see them anymore because what was motivation wasn't solidified into a habit of just consciously dedicating yourself to going, okay, at this time on this day, I'm at the gym, I'm doing it for X amount of time. I'm going to work on these muscle groups and I'm going to plan my meal out meals out accordingly in order to, uh, fill in the energy, which was exerted. They may do that for that amount of time, but then it falls off and goes away. I didn't correct my... That's what she says? She says tree? Wow. Maybe I do need to borrow your doctor feet. God, I need to play horn again. I missed it. Anyway, um, people fall off of that motivation. And whether it's from... Whether it's from life whether it's from stress, having to divert uh, your efforts towards other things, uh, whether it's just, well, I've been doing this for, you know, a month and I'm not seeing any results, so I guess it's not working and I'm just wasting money going to a gym and buying these foods, so screw it. No, don't screw it. It takes time, especially working on your body. That takes a lot of time and effort and dedication. And the only way to be able to succeed with that is making those plans into a habit. And then that habit becomes motivation. Because if you make it a habit, if you miss one day of not doing that habit, you then feel that something is wrong. And not only do you feel it physically because you're, you didn't exert that energy. You don't feel that goodness that you, um, that you did by going to the gym. But then you'll also mentally feel it because you'll feel a bit down. You'll be like, man, I missed out on that. I can't believe I missed out on that. And then you'll spiritually feel down. And it's that trickle effect. It's a s easy slope to fall down. Well, that, that effect will then break your motivation. And if your motivation breaks, 
then that's one thing. But if you break that habit, then you blame it on motivation when it's just a lack of habit, a lack of being consistent. So, um, that is kind of the gist that we talked about as far as, um, of habit and motivation. I actually found an article as I normally do within these podcasts, uh, which talks exactly about this and I will link it as I always do uh, to uh, my Twitch chat as well as my YouTube page, but it is from lifehack.org. The article is titled habits and motivation master both for big results by Leon Ho founder and CEO of lifehack. So let us see what Mr. Ho, <laughs> uh, maturity lacks with me today. I'm so sorry. Hmm. So let us see what Mr. Ho has to say about, uh, habits and motivation. So he writes, do you struggle to feel motivated in certain aspects of your life? Whether it's in your studies, your career, your fitness, or just day-to-day -day routine. We don't always enjoy every minute of what we're doing, and it's normal to have days where you may feel a little less motivated or energized. But if you're constantly finding a lack of motivation throughout your day, then you might need to start digging deeper to find out why. Getting motivation is easier than you may think, and it goes hand-in-hand -hand with none other than your habits. That's right. You may wonder, what do habits have to do with feeling motivated? Many people don't consider habits as a key function of their personal success because they simply see them as routines. They don't necessarily make the connection to personal success. And that's because most people associate external factors with success, such as luck, education, or family background. While habits are largely internal, they are often overlooked. But the truth is... Habits dictate almost every aspect of our lives. They're responsible for the majority of our daily actions from big to small. Think about how you begin your day, what you typically eat for lunch, or even the way you commute to work. Each one of these are habits. He goes on and says, habits are responsible for motivating or demotivating us. Because habits are so ingrained in our lives, they also affect our motivation levels. Certain habits or routines that we pick up encourage motivation in us, while others may distract, drain, or demotivate us. So the solution to staying motivated is to learn how to control your habits so that you can steer and use them as a tool to create consistent and systematic inputs or actions towards an output or outcome that you want to achieve. In this case, feeling motivated again. The first step to controlling your habits is to know exactly what a habit is, how it is formed, and how to make and break habits to construct better use of your time. So far, so good. I'm, I'm liking this. I am liking this. The two types of habits. There are two types of habits. Conscious habits and hidden habits. Conscious habits are habits that are easy to recognize. Usually they require conscious input for you to keep them up. If you remove that input or attention, the habit will most likely go away. It's easy to identify these conscious habits and you can quickly review them yourself. Examples of conscious habits include waking up to alarm every morning. Hey, it's the example I use. I swear I didn't read this beforehand. Or going for an evening run every day. Hidden habits, on the other hand, are habits that our brain have alre already turned into autopilot mode. We are generally completely unaware of them until some external factors or sources reveal it, such as someone pointing out your behavior to you. Yet, hidden habits, hidden habits make up majority of our habits. They have become internalized into our lifestyle and decision-making process, so you most don't realize it when a habit is acting up. Take some time to think through your habits and try to determine which ones are hidden and which ones are conscious habits. Also think about whether or not they're habits that contribute to your feeling positive and motivated. Now that you have a clear picture of what habits are, let's move on to motivation. How motivation manifests. Whether you're 
aware of it or not, motivation is a huge force in your life and it needs to be harnessed so that you can make the most of it. Though many people think of being either motivated or demotivated as a simple on or off switch, but motivation is a flow, not a switch. What I mean is this. Motivation is composed of various layers, starting from the core and the flowing out to the surface. The surface is what you see, but the real process is driven from the core, and that's the most important part. To better understand this flow, I've broken it down to three parts. One, support, enables, enablers. Two, surface, acknowledgement. Three, core, your purpose. Enablers are what support your goals. This could be people, finances, or anything that helps or enables you to reach your goals. They are magnified. They will magnify the core you have or increase any momentum that you build. Acknowledgement is any type of external recognition that motivates you, such as respect, compliments, and praise, emotional support, feedback, or constructive criticism. It could also be found through affiliation of others who share the same goal as you. Acknowledgement is most often what you see on the surface when you look at when you look at other people's external recognition or prestige. And finally, the true force behind your motivation flow is the innermost core, your purpose. There is not much more to this, I promise. Purpose is a prerequisite to motivation. Having a purpose is what separates the motivated from the demotivated. Knowing what your purpose is, no matter what you are doing, will help you form habits and routines that can drive unlimited motivation. Your purpose derives from two things, having meaning and moving and forward moving. So how do you do these two things? Having meaning is simple. Just ask yourself a question. Why? Why are you going after a, cer a certain goal? If the reason is vague or unclear, then your motivation will be vague and unclear. Even though motivation provides you the energy to do something, that energy needs to be focused somewhere, or else it has nowhere to go. Yet, having meaning isn't as complex as it may seem. The only guidelines is that it should add value to something or someone that matters to you. Next is gaining forward movement. In short, it means that you just keep going towards your goal through momentum. And to keep up this momentum, you have to keep moving forward. Even small amounts of progress can be just as motivating, as long as they keep coming. Creating a simple progress indicated like checklists or milestones are, are a great way to visualize your small and big wins. They trigger your brain to recognize and acknowledge them, giving you small boosts of motivational energy. Motivation and habits rely on one another. I hope you can see how motivation and habits go hand in hand. There is an alignment in your routines, your roles, and responsibilities, which will reduce any distractions causing you to feel demotivated. By knowing what your purpose is, you can be mindful of your habits, assess and improve on them, and your motivation will automatically increase because you're creating positive trends and working towards something that you truly want. So, along with that, because all that is great, it really is. Because if you then take that, and even just certain aspects of that article, and you apply it to yourself, your own goals, and your own habits, and what you're doing, excuse me, in order to achieve those goals, you may find some loopholes in what you're doing, you may realize, Hey, so I want to do this, but you know, when I'm trying to do this, this happens and it's, um, it's unfortunate. I know that a huge, huge, uh, detriment to my practicing with French horn is that I get distracted easily. Normally when I practice French horn, I had, I had my cell phone on my music stand, I would just have some miscellaneous YouTube video playing like a, a playthrough that I've already seen before. And it's just there just to fill the empty void. But, you know, more times, more times than not, I got, uh, I got distracted. I started 
paying attention more to the uh, YouTube video or listening more to the YouTube video than I was actually of my own instrument and what I was actually doing. If I wanted to truly hone in and get the most and the best value of my practice session for that time, I would isolate myself. I would put my phone away. I would turn my phone off even in order to resist temptation. And I would just focus on my playing. And I would, before that even, I would write out what I wish to accomplish with that practice session. Right? Give myself a time limit. Okay, uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do minor scales. I'm going to do harmonic minor scales, all of them, for 15 minutes. And then the next 15 minutes, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I don't know. I'm going to practice the, um, exposition of Mozart two. Okay, great. And then, uh, the next 15 minutes, I'm going to, uh, do low, long tones, chromatically going down from middle C downward, long tones, metronome on, not metronome, tuner on. I'm going to make sure those things are centered and solidify a metals forte. Next 15 minutes. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's practice some uh, orchestral excerpts. Let's say uh, Beethoven uh, 3 is coming up. As a horn player, you got a lot of fun stuff in Beethoven 3. So let's just focus on the last movement, all the main excerpts that come from the last movement. Metronome on. Slow it down a bit. Let's see what we can get. That is a good way of solidifying yourself to ingraining better habits. And it's going to suck because that takes a lot of mental, of mentality, a lot of concentration. But you're going to look back at that practice session later that day or even the next day and be like, you know what? That was really good. I feel better about that. How do I sound today? And it might not be greatly. Eroica, love Eroica, favorite Beethoven symphony. Um, the improvement might not be, um, highly significant. It's not going to be like to the point where your, your teacher is going to be like, my God, we got to get you into an audition right now. Take my place even. No, but it's going to be noticeable to the point where you'll be like, huh, you know, that, that octave leap was really giving me trouble a week ago. I got it mostly good now. Let's see if I can get it even better. That's where the motivation come in. Seeing that stepping stone, reaching that next plateau. That is the motivation that comes from good, healthy, ingrained habits. Now, of course, I'm speaking as a musician. That doesn't have to be simply for musicians. Say that you're a, you're a salesman. Say that, you know, I'm not really feeling all too great, but, you know, I got to turn this around. This is, this is my job. This is what I have to do. Okay. So what am I doing wrong? What, what can I do better? Well, I'm saying my opening line to clients is this, it hasn't been, it's been a hit or a miss. So what can I say, or what can I say? What can I alter within my opening pitch, which will make it more grasping and you, and you focus on that for a week. You try different things. You notate how the clientele reacted to the different ones, then you're able to put together, they seem to like this better. They seem to pay more attention when I say things like this or use these words. Okay, cool. Let me implement that next week. And then what else can I focus on? Well, I only got this number of sales last week. So let's try to get two more this week while using this. Let's say you do. That's great. That's fantastic. That's just, that's solidifying better habits and them paying off is what gives you that bump in motivation. And that's what encourages you more and more to keep going and to keep trying. That is the power of habits and motivation. That is the difference between them. And the most important thing with establishing that is commitment, being committed and dedicated to your improvement of solidifying better habits. It's easier for me to speak of it as a musician because that's what I've known for the majority of my life. 
and it's something which I've paid greater attention to ever since my graduate studies. But a lot that I've learned from my graduate studies stem into almost literally every aspect of life. And it's amazing how different these careers are while they're extremely simultaneous at the same time. And I think that's really cool. I really do. I think that's pretty damn neat. But that's the difference. And I hope that um, you pay attention to that. And I hope that you're able to implement that into your own life because we all need to have better habits within our lives. And it could be for anything. could be for, uh, for better sleep, eating better, working out, practicing more. And whatever it is that you want to practice, hell, if you want to read more, be like, okay, I haven't read, I want to read, you know, a chapter a week. And then a chapter a week turns into a chapter every three days, every three days. And then a chapter every three days, maybe turn into a chapter every two days. So that book that you're reading, you'll get done with it in a couple of weeks, maybe. That's great. Okay, maybe not a couple of weeks. It depends on the book, but you, you get what I mean. It just takes little stepping stones. And it takes the commitment and dedication to stick with it. So, that's uh, that's what I got. I hope that helps you. Uh, because, honestly, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, there's a lot of things that I can do. I'm starting to think of my habits now. I'm like, hmm, you know, I can change this, this, and then this. <laughs> One day at a time, though. One day at a time. Oh my. So, um, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast just because it's coming up 1115 right now. Um, and, uh, I got to, you know, edit a little bit and get these things out there. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to call the podcast here, but, uh, remember I'm found here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash fapism plays. You can also find me on Facebook slash fapism plays. You can find me on Twitter at fapism plays. Uh, let's see what else. Please email the podcast of suggestions, questions, or, uh, anything and everything else in between at fsofpodcast at gmail.com. If they are good, or if the questions are good or the suggested topic is good, I will definitely consider it and potentially put it on the podcast next week. I think that's it. Be sure to check out PedoraStudios.com if you need me for my freelancing, narration, and voiceover services. Yeah, so that is PedoraStudios.com for your narration and voice acting services. We'll be back next week on Friday, the 15th. Oh boy, we're just... We're just rolling right through the, uh, the month of October. Oh yes. Also, uh, this Sunday, October 10th, 2021, Shell Beast is having a very special 50th Mixology live stream on her Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Shell Beast. Three E's, one at the beginning, two at the end. She will be uh, making a couple of drinks, which she has not made before, but then she will also be revisiting her past 49 drinks, which she has made, and will discuss her favorite ones, which she had made, and her least favorite ones that she has made. And if you have been watching these past episodes that she has been releasing, oh boy, I wonder if these will be on there. I don't think self-destruction will, because self-destruction is super good. I enjoy self-destruction. Anyway, um, yes, please check her out. Twitch.tv slash Shelbeast. She also has a Facebook page that you can look out, an Instagram as well, uh, which I believe is Shelby underscore Mixologist, or Mixologist underscore Shelby. I think it's the first one. Shelby underscore Mixologist. Right, Shelby's. Did I get that right? At Shelby underscore mixologist. I think that's right. That's probably right. It's probably right. I don't know. 
Yeah, gross. Last one, really? Mixologist underscore Shelby's. Uh, Shelby. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, please check her out. Uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Oh man, I'm tired. I'm going to uh. Yeah, I'm gonna go relax a little bit after I get done with this. Mixologist underscore Shelby. Cool. All right, that's the podcast. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy it. The article that I read will also be on the YouTube channel or the YouTube episode of this podcast. So it will not be lost in translation. So thank you again. Take care of yourself. Have a lovely weekend. Have a lovely week. Please take care of yourself. Remember, keep practicing no matter what it is, so long as it doesn't hurt you or anyone else. I'm going to practice better habits. And I'm going to begin with analyzing the ones that I have ones that I feel need to be tweaked and the ones that I feel need to be established and definitely replaced. So take care of yourselves. I hope you do the same. Sleep well, read a book and be kind to yourself and others. Okay. All right. Goodbye, everyone. See you next week. Au revoir.